Good evening and welcome to episode 9 of the Cinefreak Show. My name's Andy and with me tonight is... It's Marcus. How you doing, mate? I'm very well. How are you? I'm okay. Um, Vincent, aka Gary, uh, has had me on the Twitter this week. We've got a Twitter account. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We're getting there. We're up there. We're, we're getting there. At Cinefreak Gary. Cinefreak Gary. Okay. So uh, check us out. Um, so, Vincent, I like this. What film have we got tonight? <laughs> Well, my delicious friends, tonight we delve into the eerie confines of a place where one seeks vitality, but may instead find a gruesome demise. The year was 1989, and the silver screen bore witness to the chilling tale of Death's Bar. Within this high-tech temple of fitness, sinister forces lurk behind every corner, turning the very machines of health into instruments of death. As the patrons strive for physical perfection, an otherworldly evil conspires to rob them of their very souls. So, dear listeners, prepare to be both thrilled and chilled, to witness sweat and terror intertwine in a dance of the damned. But first, let us enjoy the trailer for tonight's film. Michael. Michael. Killing yourself isn't so hard, really. Come to me, I need you. Jump, jump, jump. Death Swarm. Welcome to the health club where you'll sweat blood. Never work without a spotter, Freddy. Wake falls on your chest and you can really get squashed. It's the place for a killer workout. Okay, so that's Bob. The one that everybody's been waiting for us to do. <laughs> 1989. 19, okay, right. So still, still sort of kind of the part of this sort of groovy 80s multicolored. Yeah, yeah, yeah very multicolored. <laughs> it's that kind of pastel. It's it's a weird mix, isn't it, of like pastel and, and, and kind of neon. Yeah, pastel and neon, yeah, and, and sort of uh, geometry. Uh, yes, yeah, you got the geometric shapes and 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 whatever ken Frey's wearing <laughs> yeah. but anyway we're getting ahead of we're ourselves getting... um yeah so that's by 1989 a supernatural slasher okay you do we get many of those um there are a few examples um like most things in 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 the, the world of slashes that we're talking late 70s early 80s um and now you're asking me to name them and i can't think no. of one i can actually think of a few by the just way. as genre it's, it's not one you'd normally come across is it no th there were a few there were a few um but it is you know uh, there's a few notable examples there was a, there was a moment. yeah you could i mean you could argue that suspiria is a supernatural slasher stroke uh, Giallo, but you know, so there were a few, but this is very late to the party. Okay, for just for slashes in general, 1989, they were kind of trailing off big time. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so a supernatural slasher set in a spa, yeah, okay. Um, although now <laughs> I would just call this a gym, yeah, I'd call it a personally an LA gym that's right, lifestyle more, gym, you know, kind yeah, of. it's kind of for more sort of the LA sort of rich people kind of right. thing, wasn't it? Right. Well, I mean, the way people make a fuss over this place, you'd think it'd be making billions a year. It's, it's kind of, kind of yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a, I don't know if they're going for the lifestyle statement kind of thing. Right? I think so, yeah. Hmm. I think there's, there's a, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of kind of people who probably don't even need to go to the gym. They look pretty good. <laughs> it's true, this is true. <laughs> but, you know, you go there to kind of, you know, Hang flex. Be, flex and be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be seen and, and wearing all the right gear. Although, if you're going to choose a gym, you probably don't want to go to this one. After, after watching the film, yes, I would, I would, I would heartily agree. Right. Um, so we start off. Um, we've got this. Well, I mean, our main hero uh, is the owner. All the is the owner. He's the he's the owner. Part he's the owner. Part. Part. Yes. He's the main driving force. Right. He's the sort of owner and manager. Of the gym, and he's well. We see his girlfriend. I think this is the very first, the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of, it sort of pans in, doesn't it? So we see from the outside. Don't yeah, we? yes, we do. Out from the front, where the, the, the name changes. I can't. What is the full name of the gym? I can't remember. We didn't. We, we should have written that down. But it turns into because all the letters kind of there's 
Body, something happened. Body something, wasn't it? Can't remember. But anyway, the letters change to Death Spark. Oh, Death Spark. Yeah, a, li- a lightning strike. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, that's your first sign that something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> ominous, I would say. So inside, um, his girlfriend... Um, well, we don't even know it's his girlfriend. We don't know it, no. This, this woman's prancing about yeah. in Lycra. And there's no one else about, is there? No. So I, I think basically um, the gym's about to close. I mm-hmm. think that's that's when we kind of start the, yeah. the film, really. So yeah. most people have gone, but she has a reason to still be there. She's kind of like a fit lady. I don't know if she's a dancer or something like that. Who so knows? She's doing a bit of a you know, sexy, dancey workout routine. Right. To nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's what you did in 89. You did, yes, uh, with multicolored uh, gym wear, <laughs> right? And uh, and that that all goes fine. Although the camera kind of stalks me, you see, so you're kind of being set up for yeah, a, you yeah, know indeed. something. But she survives, <laughs> um, and she goes and has a sauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah as, you do. as you do, as you do, yeah, you know, gym and naked because you know, well, yeah, that's what you did in 1989. Um, and that's where things start going wrong. Yeah. So uh, the gym in itself, um, what would we say? This is kind of a, an advanced type of gym. Oh, it's, it's not, a high tech gym. Yeah. It's not your everyday gym. No, 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 no. This, this, uh, this has a central computer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, the latest eighties um, technology and a lot of uh, blinking lights on the wall. An awful lot of them. I think for you know, it looks more like Mission Control. Yes, it does. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> Jim. I don't know what all these lights are indicating, and one goes round almost like a radar. I'd love to know what that was about. Yeah, it looks like it's from an aircraft carrier or something. <laughs> like but hey, it's a modern gym. This is what you're paying for. Um, yeah. So, and of course, the reason you mentioned that is because uh, when something goes wrong with the the central control system. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, she's having a uh, sauna, uh, but the sauna environment is automated, mm-hmm. essentially. And, um, yeah, it, it, it starts to become a problem, um, basically. As she's just expecting the steam to, to come out. And, right, and heat and But, no, it's more, more than that. There's happened. something else. There's, some, there's something corrosive going on. Something's been introduced into the, into the, to, to the system. Right. And the long and short of it is uh, she's blinded. Yeah, so um, I can't remember what chemical it is, but yeah, it's like what they had like the first chlorine or chlorine, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah, right? Uh, and obviously, that has been an effect on anything sort of liquid, so the eyes, right? Water. So she she gets she becomes blind basically, right? And this is not really good for your publicity for your your high tech gym. No, you're not going to increase. She gets trapped in the room. We should say that. Shouldn't yeah, we? she did. Yeah. So, but she panics and she mm. manages to smash the window open, didn't she? She does. Doesn't with, help with it without cutting her hand. I well, noticed. You know, <laughs> maybe she studies karate. Well. Maybe, probably down the hall. Um, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't do her any good. She gets blinded, mm. and um, and the police start sniffing around. Quite an early introduction for the. the yeah, it cops. goes straight in, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Um, in terms of what what's happening in the gym, um, yeah. they don't sort of set up the the, the violence or, or do sort of um, character development. It's, it's, no. it's, it jumps in feet first, really. Yeah, it? it's weird, and they come along. Of course, like all cops in slasher movies, they're useless, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they prevent any killings whatsoever. <laughs> 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 but you know, in fact, one of the, one of them gets killed later on. Um, in quite a, a well, interesting way, very interesting way, very very interesting, unusual method of death. <laughs> dispatch, yeah. So, you know, they start sniffing around like, what's going on? And then we're kind of introduced. Um, obviously, we get the whole scene of you know, of uh, Michael going to the hospital, but yeah, checking up on his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Not much really happens. Though. Yeah, he comes back, and uh, you know, as you say, the police start sniffing around. Right. And you know they ask they, questions. They want a tour. Let, let me let me look at your facility. Right, and of course the whole the whole kind of it's I think it's a bit lost actually in a weird kind of way is that we're supposed to believe in this place as being high tech. Mm-hmm. There's there's all this talk about automation, and you're thinking like where? 
Yeah, you just ultimately, it can only be in the camera systems and right. in some of the gym equipment and and the well, sort of systems that manage the the, the, the sauna and, and 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 those type of things. Right, right, but I mean, it's mostly just people lifting weights, yeah, yeah. and jumping in the pool. So you you just sort of <laughs> where is all this high tech being directed? Yes, indeed. You, you yeah. can't really see much evidence of it, but you know we're supposed to buy into that. Mm. So and that's that's an opportunity to introduce. Um, Michael's brother-in-law. Yes, an interesting character. An interesting character, and he's he's um, he's the quote hacker. Yes, he's he's running he's running the central computer system that's supposed to run this high-tech gym. So. Now, I love the central computer, by the way, because it's basically an IBM PC, as in like the original. <laughs> In this huge, like metal box cabinet, yeah, they they, they just up the the cabinet, haven't they? Yeah, and it's just it's just clearly an IBM PC. He hasn't even got a mouse. No, he doesn't. Does he it doesn't. No. no, but anyway, um, that's your high tech for you. So, and and he's like they they have a weird relationship because he's resentful. Uh, well, they kind of just resent each other, don't they? Yeah, so you know he's been brought yeah, on board or part of it, but th- th- there's obviously some some tension between the two of them, mm-hmm. and then it kind of leads into the reason, <clears throat> and the reason right. is that um, David is actually uh, Michael's brother-in-law, brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, X is is kind of key here mm-hmm. because um, his form his his his, his former wife, <sighs> she basically killed herself by pouring a load of uh, a tin of petrol over her head and setting herself on fire yeah. and you do actually get to see it later later you do yeah. yes yeah so this is obviously the point of uh contention between the the pair of them and why they sort of don't like each other or, or right. david resents michael who he believes has sort of had something to do with it or right didn't prevent it in a, in a, in a way that he could have now we've talked about this there is i think there is something slightly comical about this flashback because you see it in flashback, don't you? Yes, you do. And it's just, I don't know, they just kind of, they, they pounce this scene on you out of nowhere. And it's like she's in the desert in a wheelchair, pouring petrol over her. I, I, what is it about that scene? that There's no impact. It should be this really impactful scene. They, and, yeah. it's, and it's just slightly comic. They didn't set it up well, did they? No. They, you, know, you say, yeah, they, they just flip to this scene right and yeah there's no build up so you, you, there's no engagement no there? this it's treated it's so trivial that it just actually made me laugh <laughs> which is not the response <laughs> they're should. looking for no, no, no. i mean it has to be said this you know it's a really dark film if you're looking for like a dark horror movie move along because this ain't it yeah. if you're in for some you know fun 80s time popcorn get your popcorn out this is the one but yeah i mean that that whole thing but anyway so she's she killed herself uh, and left sort of Michael and David to kind of duke it out, you know, in the gym. Um, yeah, apparently she 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 was pregnant. She'd had the baby, but there were some sort of complications with her. Right. It's spinal or something like that, and it's given a depression. Given and, a depression, and, yeah. And, and yeah, she she, right. she killed herself. But again, like they try they try to build this kind of empathetic backstory, and you're just not buying it. No. Not because really. I think partly because you know they'll be talking about that and then switch to this, you know, like scene of of the gym where everybody's in lycra and pumping and it's just yeah. you know it it's, don't work no, it's, it's, yeah. dramatically speaking. <laughs> but anyway, so so we've met we've met we meet David, and there's something a bit off about David. Yeah, definitely you get a, definitely a, a vibe that he's he, he, you know. He's, Something off with him. He, yeah. he, he he's personally. Per, yeah, he, he's, he's a bit of a morose kind of. Uh, quite intense as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a, a smart guy. But right. um, yeah, something off. With he's him. something off about him. And I, I thought, I thought he was good actually. I thought this, this. He's one of the better actors in. The yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he was a good. You know, um, how would you say? Uh, yeah, between because uh, let's be honest, like Michael, the lead, he's okay, he's, he's serviceable, but he's yeah, he's not great, is he? No, um, he's very like, as well as we spoke earlier. He's very kind of uh, not slanding or, 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 yeah. or, or that kind of American he's, soap opera type of right. kind of fairly standard product. Yeah, uh, he, lead he's or, uh, yeah. yeah. I think um, yeah, he could definitely be on a daytime soap. <laughs> Um, he has that look. He's rocking, you know. He's rocking the look. Um, 
you know, he's okay, but he's he needs a good foil, which is what I was trying to find. Yes. And um, David's definitely, you know, he's easily his match. Um, and there are other characters. I think it's actually around this time, because uh, obviously we've had our first major incident in, in the, the the death gym, and um, uh, we get we meet the lawyer. Well, do we meet the lawyer or? Is it when the police are actually there sniffing around mm. and they've spoken to David and yeah. understand what the computer system does? Right, right. Um, there's other people in the gym doing their thing and they have a swimming pool. Oh, that's right. Yes, the whole. Yeah, yeah there's there's an accident with with the diving board. That's right. Yep. Um, which kind of made me laugh because there's this whole thing like she's at the top of the diving board, and and. I think the whole thing, the whole kind of mechanism sort of falls yeah, apart. Yeah, it's unscrew, right. it? like, you know, the board, the board. Right. And, you know, there's this whole fuss. I mean, thinking, you're just about to jump off it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's not that big a deal. And it it kind of did remind me of, like, um, it did remind me a bit of a Final Destination. Right, yeah, yeah. Because you saw the bolts kind of unscrewing when she's jumping yeah. up and down. So it was almost sort of slightly supernatural in that aspect, wasn't it? Well, exactly. Um now we don't. I mean, we haven't got any hint yet, really, to, of the sort of supernatural thing going on. No, you could think that maybe you know, thinking ahead, maybe someone's sabotaging the place. Mm. Uh, you know, right. that's the kind of direction I think they're kind of leading you. Yeah, as, well, your expectation. You think about the audience expectation. Eighty-eight. They, they they've sat through a million slasher movies. They're expecting it. You know, a physical killer, aren't they? Mm -hmm. The whole stalking thing. They've seen. You know. Four or five Michael Meyer films and Halloween, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's what they're expecting. Um, but you know, we're being set up for that later because uh, we don't really. Uh, <laughs> it takes until quite late into the film for the whole thing to be kind of explained, exposed, and and to the audience. I think. So I think yeah, I think at the beginning you're you're thinking. Well, they're, they're trying to cast the net, aren't they? They're trying to make you think, oh, is this David? Yeah. Is David up to it? Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. is it his crazy computer, you know? Yeah, is it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <coughs> uh, has, has the system got sort of a life of its own? Is, right. it, is there a fault, fault with it, you know? Right. Someone sabotaging it? Well, And I think, I mean, I think this is where kind of, it's important to say, half the fun of this movie is they, they're, they're clearly, whoever made this film, they're into their horror films, and they're thinking, let's have a bit of this, and look, you know, it's like a spoonful of this and a spoonful of that, and there's just so much in this movie um, that they throw at the wall that it's quite confusing. Yes, yes, yeah. It's weird because we talked about this. Like the plot is really simple, and but for some reason the film's quite hard to follow. <laughs> it's I don't know why. It, it's just it's a bit all over the place. Um, I mean, we'll get to the kind of horror highlights later, but. Yeah, so you don't know. You don't know if it's the computer. You don't know if it's the crazy David. Might be Michael, you know. Maybe he did kill his wife. Who knows, you know. You mm -hmm. just haven't got a clue at the moment. The police surely aren't going to find out. No, they're not those two. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think it is after that. Uh, we have, an you know, our second accident, whatever, um, that we, we meet the sleazy lawyer. Sleazy lawyer. He's yes, so indeed. sleazy. He was a sleaze bag, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's what was he advocating? Because the police kind of say, you know, what needs to be done, or, or, or they were sort of sticking their oar in yeah. too much. And so there was a conversation: do we shut the computer down, right. or, or, or do we just let it run? Or you know, yeah. Again, see, this makes no sense. What's the computer got to do with the, the diving board? None, none of, nothing at all. Nothing really, at yeah. all. But they're all talking about because we're all supposed to buy into this idea that this is such a high tech gym. And this massive computer, and it's the you know it's got to be the computer that's messing up. So yeah, the, and the lawyer's basically saying that's ah, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, it's okay. It's bringing, it's bringing in the money. That, just, know, he's, he's making us rich, man. Yeah, he's, a, he's a lawyer, you know. Come on, what do you expect? <laughs> I just love how unrestrainedly greedy he is. It's brilliant. Um, and I swear I've seen him in in like you know an episode of. of Dallas or something. He yeah, he exactly. he was from, exactly type of put. Yeah, yeah. but you know he's good. He's 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 exactly what you want as a sleazy lawyer in your eighties <laughs> slasher movie. Um, and we start seeing this whole thing because like this bar, this well, a Freudian slip. This gym 
is slowly turning into like a restaurant. Well, where it's a high tech gym, <laughs> um, they've taken nutrition on board. They so, really have. So that, 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 that you get a nutrition program basically for right. you. So that that's part of the deal when you come. You, you, you get a nutrition program. So there's a lot of food being done. It's a lot of food. So the bar. So the area that you sort of register stuff with is kind of a, a bar as well at the same time. Right. It's turning into a bar. I mean, I've seen less food on display in actual restaurants than this place. The place is packed with, like, you know, fr fr fruits and, fruit and, and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 a strange transformation. Um, and I think, is it around here we get the accident with the with the guy with the ribs? Yeah, so there's obviously, you know, it's L.A., so you've got the beautiful people, with, you know, probably act, budding actors are going to this right, sort of place right. to sort of maintain there themselves. Right, right, there is a lot of that, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a high-tech gym thing where um, it's hard to say. So um, I don't know what they call those things. So you, you have these pads that are kind of outside, and, and you kind of squeeze your arms pull together. Pull towards yeah, yourself, pull, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, with your arms up, um, your el el you know, your elbows bend by your arms up, and you sort of squeeze squeeze your arms together sort right. of thing um and he, he he straps himself into that right sort of thing so um right. you know doing his routine and, and yeah do you strap yourself into those things tradition no, uh, this is the bit where i was thinking really <laughs> yeah and, and i i actually thought yeah i'm a gym goer myself right gentlemen right uh, that it should have been fairly easy to get yourself out of <laughs> i'm not a gym goer myself i mean but uh, yeah i thought the same <laughs> Why would you sort of strap your arms down and your body? You know, <laughs> that seems I do, I, mm. you're kind of asking for it, but and the only reason they do this is because it's the only thing they can think of linking possibly to the computer. Yes, exactly. just yeah, just lifting weights. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can have the high tech computer in, in influence element, right? Because yeah. they they keep talking about, oh, are we, we going to run it on manual or we're going to run it like? Okay, <laughs> all right, okay, we we see what you're doing here. So yeah, so the strain, they the, the strain becomes way too much, yeah. And his ribs stop. <laughs> yeah, he starts to break. Yeah, popping ribs doesn't he? Like, yeah. Obviously, the computer or something has, has, has gone beyond the, the, you know, the. It's gone crazy, man. The, the remit of, of what the body can take. So right. yeah, he's uh, yeah. Um, another victim. Another victim, and you know, and it, I, 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 I'm kind of reluctant. Not reluctant, but it, it seems odd to say it's this very gory film. Yes, actually, it is, yeah. But it's so daft that you don't, there's no threat to it at all. Not really, no. Yeah, it's, it's a typical sort of um, slasher stroke, sort of, you know, even in the zombie genre where you, <clears throat> it's a bit laughable, really, isn't it? It's gory, but, you know, right. you're not taking it too seriously. Right? Yeah, I think this goes beyond. I mean, even most slasher films were kind of like, try and amp it up with a bit of atmosphere, a bit of stalking camera, music. You know, there's really not much of that going on here. There's a bit of it. There's, there's a few scenes where they try that on. But even then, I think because it, one of the things, it, it looks so colourful, mm. this movie, it it doesn't kind of build the atmosphere in that way. It's it's trying to do the trick of, like, you know, a brightly lit slasher. Now, Kubrick got away with that in The Shining, mm. but it's hard to do. You know, yeah, to keep that kind, of, you know, you say the the the, the tension going when you've yeah. got you know lycra and right uh, exactly. leg, leg warmers. <laughs> so if you like leg warmers, oh, this is man, this is your place. This is the film for you. Yeah, so so we kind of get that scene, and he's he's gushing blood and all the rest of it. And uh, yeah, so I think that's our first like proper gory scene. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <clears throat> um. And from here it starts amping up because we're kind of like 25 minutes into the film or something. And as is tradition with slasher movies, you kind of get your first kill and then there's a bit of a wait. I don't know what it was, though. It felt like there was quite a long time between the you know the, the first kind of uh, horror highlight and this bit. Mm -hmm. um, well, they started setting the people up, didn't they? Setting, yeah. So, so they started doing char so, well, character development. <laughs> character yeah. development. So, 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 Freudian slip there myself. <laughs> I love it. And they yeah, try. And then they started building up. The, the death started to come, didn't they? Right. Thick and fast off. They they do kind of come come quite thick and fast off that. I think we get the we get the shower scene with the, the girls in the shower. Yeah. Not long after. Indeed. That. Yeah. They're all naked because you know that's what women like to do is get all naked together. Mm -hmm. 
and not you know not self-conscious at all and have a big shower together um it's not exploitative in the least <laughs> no um and then i think the tiles start flying off the walls don't they how and why i'm not quite sure how that does that it's computers man <laughs> but i don't know it wasn't it was like the tiles were popping off but what was what was behind it? what what was uh, the purpose of it? I, I, I didn't, yeah technically that didn't make sense it, but, it, no but yeah apparently you know a high tech shower you know tiles were flying <laughs> off the wall sort of acting like bullets towards the women and just creating chaos and well i mean you can sort of see it on paper like there's something about you know being naked and being attacked mm-hmm. the, the vulnerability right um cronenberg exploits that in in eastern in, what's it called um oh man what's that film eastern something the one about gangsters where there's a night they have a knife fight and he's naked and it's like oh you know it's 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 there's something really kind of um terrifying about that so i think that was the idea but again it just comes off as silly <laughs> yeah because i think as well i don't I, I don't know but it seemed like the tiles didn't kind of fly they just sort of oofed off the wall it's a, uh, you know, it's not a great effort. It's like, you know, and I, I think I think one or two of them get, yeah, marked, marked. So, yeah. But it's you know, um, now is that the scene? Because there, there's the girl who does get killed. <coughs> Again, there's a, is that there's a the same there's, scene. I think that because this is where it starts coming thick and fast. Yeah, so. and you just get lost. So there's a young lady. She goes to. I don't know if she's been in the shower, but she goes to where the locker room area was. Yeah, I don't think that is the same scene, but she just we just see her kind of, that's what she does. She yeah, just she sort of hangs says, around in half naked, well, yeah, completely she, naked in, in the showers. Yeah, and then, you know, she comes out, she goes to, the, to where her locker was, <laughs> but obviously someone's hiding in the locker. Right, something or someone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she gets to, uh, comes to a gory end, doesn't she? She, she, she does. She gets, she gets a spike, doesn't she? Through the through the through the back of the neck, through the front of the throat. Right, and again, it's like it doesn't really make much sense. And she kind of gets hooked back into the locker. Right, she gets, she ends up in the locker. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, but how? <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> it really is. Um, even if you've seen the whole film, it doesn't make any bloody sense. Yeah. So you know the. It, it it just becomes confusing <laughs> trying to keep track of it because we kind of we have the killings they're starting to come like say thick and fast and it's like it's all about oh who's doing it is it is it the computer we've got to shut this computer down no it's making us money and it's, it's sort of this back and forth isn't it and then after that I think one of my favourite scenes is um, his girlfriend whose name I've already forgotten Laura <laughs> comes home from the hospital yeah indeed she's had her operation she's got the you know she's got the patches on her eyes mm. now so i don't she's know not totally blind but she's recuperating she is she, recuperating. she can't see but yeah right there's she's hope got, there's hope for her well she seems quite optimistic i gotta say well yes it does, does become apparent <laughs> because like she comes home looking like she's you know on the cover of vogue yeah yeah she was like, yeah, someone from just stepped out from Dynasty, right? And like, she's like, she's pretty. She seems pretty cheery about the whole thing. And they go back to this house now. Listen, you're going to see a lot of well, this house. Michael is having a, a kind of relationship obviously with relate with her. Obviously, after after you know the wife has right, died, right? That's same a house. point of contention for David, the computer guy. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> now he invites her to his home and say, "Look, come and live with me." Right. So that was a kind of fight. What's happened to her? It's a right. final push to make him right. make her come to his home. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because this stuff's important. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go back and we have this great dinner scene. Um, and it's like she's got her eye patches on. She's got a big designer glasses on, sunglasses, and it's all romantic. And he's feeding her asparagus, and <laughs> yeah. it's it's like uh, Can- candlelight and everything. Oh man! Not that she's going to appreciate that. Well, <laughs> I'm just thinking, really. Um, it's one, it's one of those things. They must have known how ridiculous this looks. <laughs> you'd, you'd hope so. Well, but, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's part of part of the charm of what they were going for. I don't know. Maybe. Listen, I don't know, and I'm but I'm going to go out on a limb here and speculate. This was the coked up eighties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. You totally. know. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to wonder if there was some Bolivian marching powder the going pro- on. Product about them. Yeah, because there's some crazy stuff going on here. 
Like this makes absolutely no sense. Like yeah, but it's great because it's it's so full on eighties. Um, yeah, the, the, the sexual dining scene is sort of trying to build up a kind of you know uh, sexual tension between yeah. the two of them. Like, but you know, it, w- w- would you be into that if you had your eyes nearly clawing down? You just exactly. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be feeling that frisky myself. <laughs> but apparently, she's loving it. Um, and this is a this is a Michael's house, and we're going to see a lot of this house. Yeah, we do, we do. And I reckon it's a, nice house. It's a lovely house, but you know, I you do wonder if this is like the producer's house or something because we get to see a lot of it. Um, so we have that. We have the the romantic scene, um, and we we kind of he's kind of getting he's kind of getting you know Michael's kind of getting morose. He's having a lot of bad dreams. Yeah, yes, indeed, yeah. You know, um, he's getting freaked out. He's the visions of his, his dead wife and all the rest of it. And obviously, things are going uh, a little bit skewiff back at the death spa. So he decides, as you do, to employ a psychic investigator. He does, yes. I'm not entirely sure what the motivation for that is. What? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the dreams he's having and he can't quite fathom what's happening in within the gym. It's not right. sort of following, I don't know, a, a kind of normal pattern of events, <laughs> no. which is fully understandable. Right. <laughs> but he, he, it's not, he doesn't, he, it's, it's LA, it's what you do, it's California, you know, come on. I guess so. I guess so. Like he's, he, he, you know, he's not. He doesn't strike me as much of a believer. You know, he's kind of fairly straightforward. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think right. they've done this because one, they need a victim. Oh yeah, right. They need another victim, an outside, but you know, um, and they want to invoke kind of this, the whole kind of uh, supernatural element. Yes, that's where it kind of start. We start getting from right. this point onwards, don't we? Yeah, right. They build that into it. I mean, this guy. They go. He goes to see this guy, and I'm thinking, I wouldn't employ this guy. Went to the bins. <laughs> I can't take him seriously for a minute. You just know he's going to be a victim. Oh, he's got it written on his forehead, hasn't oh, he? Oh man, he's 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 just no. But you know, he gets the play, and, and he's going to like. He's just, and he's so looking forward to his job as well, just hanging out in this gym. So he kind of when when he goes to visit him, Michael obviously is skeptical. Mm. But what he does, he he brings uh, a piece of what it jewelry or something from his ex, dead ex wife, right? And he he has some. So the psychic has some sort of psychotronic device that he he waves over the the object. Yeah. And he's able to to pick up the vibes and right. and, and it, well, as far as the film is concerned, anyway. Right. He's, convincingly able to 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 name events and circumstances right, yeah. that, that only michael would know that's right so this is what gives michael the belief right. that this is a you know a competent psychic investigator not just a, a con man with a with a magic wand with a with with a wand that looks like it's out of doctor who <laughs> um yeah he's legit apparently um whatever so yeah so he contracts him the next scene we have <laughs> Which is very, very slasher to me is the poor girl who has a date in the basement. Well, she gets a note, doesn't she? She, she gets does. handed a note, thinking that you know she's she, she's on, and uh, you know, meet me in the basement, love. Listen, if you're in a slasher movie or a giallo, and someone rings you up or puts a note under your door and says, "Meet me in the park at midnight," don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> This is public information. Don't go. Yeah, it's probably probably not the wisest choice. It's really not a good idea. But you know, she's lovelorn or something. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Thinking, hey, my luck's in here. You know, this grotty basement. It was pretty. uh, Yeah, they did that basement thing kind of well. Actually, I I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, it's quite atmospheric. I love this. They got she's got the sandy stairs. Yeah, which are kind of lit in neon. Yeah, it's very 80s. Because <laughs> that's what you do with stairs, isn't it? You light them in, in, in neon colours. Um, and they've got this kind of, I don't know what they call it, where sort of box conveyor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe where you could just convey boxes of equipment down. Yeah. It's basically parallel to where the stairs are. So you've got the stairs on the left-hand side as you're facing it, and this sort of uh, trestle-type thing yeah. on the right-hand side, yeah. yeah. I thought that was quite a good device, yeah, actually, because yeah. mm. it sets you up for something flying down. The, you know, mm. I thought that was quite good. There are there are kind of I won't I won't go as far to say flashes of brilliance, 
But there are there definitely are points in this film where you think, ah, it's pretty well made in parts, you know. Mm. I don't want to, you know, I don't think either of us want to give the impression that it's a piece of trash. It's trashy. It's trashy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, there's definitely something there. Yeah, it? but, you know, there's, I mean, there's a great, I say great, I keep using that. There's nothing great in this <laughs> But there is, there is quite an engaging scene later on whereas you, you get the sort of steady cam shot through Michael's, um, sorry, David's house. And it's really quite well done. Yes. It feels yeah. kind of, you know, it's, it's a sort of Halloween tribute type thing. But, you know, it, it kind of surprised me. I'm like, okay, you know. Is, is that sort of the scene after? Because the police, or does David speak, sorry, Michael speak to the... the no, the, you know, it's not coming yet. No, well, getting ahead of ourselves. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. This poor girl in the basement, mm. we don't want to, don't want to abandon her. Um, she meets a sticky end. I mean, quite literally. Yeah, very. A sticky end. Yeah, very. A dissolved end. Right. Um, and again, it's one of those. I kept thinking, I kept, when watching this film, thinking, this guy was a fan of X and Y, and, you know, he's he's watched a bit of this and a bit of that. Because mm. um, you, you know, later on, we kind of get exploding heads and all sorts of stuff. Um, so she's gone down to the basement. She's gone down to the basement. Earth's yeah. wild lover. So there's, there's a. a sort of um, cabinets full of stuff and mm -hmm. chemicals again more chemicals <laughs> and uh, this time such and, a romantic setting <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, some more I, I don't think it was um, the same chemical this time but it was a lot more vehement I think this a time, lot more it, corrosive yeah, yeah, corrosive, yeah. yeah. faces bubbling and all the rest of it and she's just sort of dissolving you know Um so it's, she gets done in basically, ladies and gentlemen, by the sprinkler system. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you have sprinklers in the basement. So right. that's that's what sets off and, you know, dissolves her essentially. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, and we still haven't got a clue why hmm. or who. Which, you know, again, is you know, it's in a tradition of slasher movies. Which is why I think, you know, I think of this film as a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, you know the source of it is might be one thing or another, but you know that's it's knocking off, you know, victims one by one. It's um, it's one of those. No, the scene we get off this, which actually I again I thought was quite good, is where um, the crazy brother David turns up at the house. Yes, actually, that's probably one of my favourite scenes. Yeah, in the that's generally quite tense because he he's ostensibly he's there to fix the computer. So he, so he says. So he says. And Laura, the blind, still blind Laura, lets him in. And you do feel that a sort of tension because he's teasing her, isn't he? He's playing with her. Yeah, so he's, he's got a, a screwdriver and, and, <laughs> yeah, and a few other little tools, but it's a screwdriver that's sort of the main tension point because right. he, he despises her, really, doesn't he? Because, mm -hmm. you know, that she's displaced, she's displaced so, yeah. his, his sister. Right. So you know he he, he he yeah he doesn't like her basically no, no. and uh, yeah he's all sort of very charming but coldly charming yeah and, you know, and you, you know you, there's you, a lot of cat and mouse going on and I thought I thought it was genuinely quite tense hmm. you don't know if you know yeah you're fairly sure he's just playing with it but I thought I thought the guy who played David was really good actually in the yeah, part he did play the part quite well this kind of sweaty intense. <laughs> You know, probably mad. Yeah, you type, know, type of but sort of, I don't know, cold, slightly character. You know, um, analytical type of mm -hmm. character. But but underneath it, bubbling under, there's a rage. There's a lot of bubbling. Yeah, there's a lot going. There's a lot of sort of nervous tension going on, or something going on. And I thought he, you know, he did a good job of portraying and bringing some actual genuine menace. To it. Yes, he did. Yeah. But again, the film is kind of, it's trying to throw you too many ways because it's like, it's tried to, for 20 or 30 minutes, it's tried to suggest that it's the computer. And now it's like, well, actually, it could be the ghost of so-and-so. Oh, well, well, no, hang on. It could be this crazy brother. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what's going on? And there's kind of evidence for all of this. Yes, yeah, because he's the one managing the computer. He's the one managing the computer, and and you've never seen the killer. There's no, you don't see like a gloved hand or anything. It's all unseen, you know. Uh, door, yeah. door shutting near where the victim is, and you know you never quite right. see who it was. And no, you know. right, right. So yeah, so who, who, what's going on? So we get that scene. Um, 
Which plays out again in this rather nice house that we've come to know quite well. <laughs> and then I think I think our psychic investigator is the next one to get it. Well, just before that, <clears throat> one of the, the, the reasons that uh, kind of sort of prevents David doing anything to, um, you know, the girlfriend mm. is that uh, the pizza lady turns up. Oh, man. <laughs> Best looking pizza lady ever. Ever. She just literally, she's got this white dress on. It's very 80s. Mm. And it's just like something off a catwalk. Yeah. <laughs> she turns up in a Mercedes, doesn't she? she? Don't, a convertible, no less. <laughs> I, I, I certainly haven't seen anybody look like that. No, I wish my, I think my pizza delivery driver looks like that. I'd, I'd be very happy. I'd be ordering every week, I can right. assure you. Yeah, it's... I think we're kind of getting to the stuff. You've got to think this is self-conscious parody to some yeah. degree. You have to. But I'm not entirely sure. I'm honestly not in, I'm not 100% sure. Like you say, they're, they're throwing everything at, at this film. Yeah. They? All different sort of methods and styles. Oh, man. It's a glorious mess, really, this movie. Yeah, so we have that, and we go back to the house. And there is a lot, and I keep saying that, but because there is a lot of going back to the house. It's a lot of, you know, Michael having a bad dream, and et cetera, et cetera. But I think our next highlight is uh, the um, ill-fated psychic investigator. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Victim 101, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, so Michael t- tells him uh, there's... There's going to be well, they're leading up to the Halloween party thing. Right. So, um, it's to, look, just come to the come to the to the gym, to the death spa, and uh, you know, blend in as best you That's can. Your best you, you can. can. Yeah, the beautiful, you're surrounded by the beautiful people, right. but we're supposed to believe it. You know, he he, he wants a membership, yeah. but not quite as convincing. Really, no, no really. No, uh, he's looking forward to it. But yeah, he so he turns up and uh, yeah, he's. Given carte blanche essentially by Michael, just just look around and, and just, see, yeah. see what you can pick up. Well, I mean, he does find it. He does in his yeah. own way. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Down in the cellar again. Yeah, so he he he's got his little wand bag of tricks thing, doesn't he? Suitcase full of stuff, and uh, sort of leads him yes to 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 the cellar where the the young lady that was enticed down there with a the note. Right. Um. And I think one of the confusing things, I don't know you, I think one of the confusing things about this film is there's no sense to me of timeline. Like, did, you know, the young girl, uh, the woman who gets killed down there, was that like earlier? Was that yesterday? Was that last week? There's no sense at all of any elapsed time because it keeps jumping all over the place. So, as far as we know, nobody's discovered her yet. No. I don't think they had it. I don't think they have, have they? No. So he goes down there. Um, does he fall down that uh, that conveyor thing? Something happens or a box goes flying down or box, something. Initially a box goes. He, right. get, he starts going down there. It's all right. getting a bit spooky. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. yeah so a, a box gets thrown down there. Right. Uh, that's its purpose really to, to throw stuff down there. That's that's what it's for. Um, and but that's trying to scare you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. There is, I don't think there's one scary moment in this film. Yeah, he can, he, well, he finds the source. He does find the psychic <coughs> badness. Well, I think she turns into the source, doesn't she? <laughs> she turns into the source, and he, he gets, he gets, what? He gets flung about. Wow, this is, this is it now. Now we're starting <laughs> to get more into the film of, uh, of the supernatural element, yeah. on, on me, of the, yeah, film, yeah. the supernatural aspect of it. So. Right. He's looking around with his, because, you know, he's a psychic investigator, yeah. obviously. So <laughs> that bit works. Yeah, so he's looking around, and now, is it where the ex, or whoever we think it is, the woman in a dress, uh, starts to reveal herself? Right, this is this, yeah, we start to get first hints of, mm. uh, the first apparition. Yeah. Um, and But he don't last long. thing is, they should have sent him in with an exorcist. He can find the psychic, but you know yeah, uh, evil but he can't do a damn oh, thing about yeah, it he's, he's, yeah it's pretty useless isn't it really <laughs> he tries to make a run for it yeah don't, don't, it don't work and he gets thrown about 30 foot in the air, he 20, gets, well about 20 foot in the air. yeah he gets flung into the ceiling doesn't he and they yeah. get does he is that where he, he dies I can't remember I think it is, yeah, yeah. yeah so after that we have we have the confrontation with the lawyer yes so obviously Michael's thinking on and on about what's happening and trying to work it out and I think he goes through some paperwork, uh, um, or does he break into somewhere? I can't remember where he goes, doesn't he? And and, and he works out. Remember. He works out the lawyers shafting him yeah. basically. So he also we haven't really spoken about. She's not really part of the film, really. 
So mm. he, Michael's the owner, yeah, but he has a general manager, which is a which is a, a kind a, of yeah. a, a female, yeah. which he kind of thought he was getting on with her. They were kind of friends, but she's basically having a relationship with the lawyer. Again, one of the problems of this film is they don't define the. They introduce you to a shitload of characters, but they don't really define who's who. Mm. So it's like, is she the manager? Yeah, I get you, you kind of work it out yourself. Mm. So yeah, these two have been shacking up and they've basically been ripping him off. Yeah. This gold mine that is the Despot <laughs> apparently is just, you know, it's worth, you know, fighting for. But, you know, he's exposed now. Yeah, so yeah, he's been exposed as a crook, yeah, trying to, you know, undermine him and, and, and take the company away. Right. So, the again is the initial thought are they the ones are they in it? on it yeah yeah and it's not the last we see of the lawyer either no it's not no. it's not um and as you say they're building up to this big halloween event uh which is again it's that's a very sort of slasher thing you know where you build up to the end you know the, the big party at the end or whatever because the, the great thing about that is you can knock a load of people off in one kind of sequence mm -hmm. and nobody notices because they're all having a great time. <laughs> yes, indeed. That, you know, exactly loud music exactly what and the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think from here we go to um, the Crazy Brothers' house. Yeah, so the cops have been following David, uh, uh, Michael. Michael they? Yeah. they are kind of interchangeable yeah. names <clears> and they've gone bland. So my, yeah, so Michael's <clears> somewhat <throat> under suspicion as the owner himself. Right. Um, so... But I don't know, somehow the, uh, they follow him from the psychic, don't they? That's kind of where they pick up his trail. Right, right, right. But he then sort of wants to speak to David and have it out with him finally because yeah. he's had enough of David. Right. So he goes to David's ha ha yeah, apartment, goes, basically. Yeah, yeah. But the, you know, the cops are there with him. Yeah. And basically Michael breaks in, but the cops turn their faces. Yeah, we've right. seen to we, be, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, We don't see, we didn't. Unanerting. <laughs> 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 So they turn their face away, but once he breaks in, they follow him into the right. into the apartment immediately afterwards. And like you said, there's a very good uh, visual scene there, isn't it? When they're looking yeah, through. yeah, there's a sort of steady cam shot. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, and it's really well done, and, and you know, technically quite accomplished. But it's revealed that Michael is not necessarily who we think he is, or who he thinks he is. <clears throat> yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, he's a good say. Apparently, or you know, it appears initially that he's has an alternative lifestyle. Right, exactly. He's 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 yeah, and we'll leave it at that. Um, because we'll come back to that later on. Because <laughs> now we're building into the kind of you know Act Three. Now it's the party. Mm, yes. Uh, it's full on. Ken Frey's jumping. Yeah, what, he was like an an Aladdin type of genie okay, type. Right. Yeah, he's got the turban okay. on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I Ken Frey's kind of he sort of pops in and out of this movie, yeah. doesn't he? Just as this kind of hey, it's Ken Frey. It's Ken Frey from Dawn of the Dead. You know, um, he's he's just a bit wasted in this film. Which you know is is part of that thing, isn't it? You you bite you 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 bring in the big name, put on the poster. But he wears this thing throughout the film, and I can't work out what it is. Is it a robe? Is it a jacket? Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe it's a combination of both. It's it? just bizarre. I've never seen anything quite like it. It's these lapels that it colours it, it, and it looks a little bit like a, a a boxer's robe that they wear into the room. It does. It does. You could put that. Yeah, it's it's truly bizarre. It's an amazing outfit. Um, but yeah, so he's he's kind of there, and everybody's having a great time at the spa stroke club, which is yeah. this place has turned yeah, into. So it's turned into a club now. Yeah. It's literally a club now. It's just it's, it's all pretense has gone out the window. Um, you kind of get the feeling this is what they wanted to do all along <laughs> for some <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> the whole film was an excuse for a party, maybe, yeah. basically. And it, yeah, it is. It is like um, it's like a sort of frat party. It feels like again, uh, you know, a heavy nod to slasher movies of old, and and uh, this is where we first get to see. I think this is actually where we first get to see um, the reincarnation of of the dead wife, um, <coughs> Catherine. Well, the computer system starts playing up, doesn't it? It yeah. starts causing some issues here and there, and right. Michael was basically told a staff member. Yes. Go to this computer room. We don't know where David is. We, th I think that he's involved in this messing with the computer right. and so on. He's clearly he's 
got some psychological issues, um, don't allow him or anyone else in his computer right. room. That's exactly. Don't let anybody turn up. <laughs> Just, you know. And what happens? So, um, you, it cuts to a scene, really, where um, a, a, a lady in, in a flowing white dress, looking a bit pale, looking a bit exorcist, almost, I think that was the kind of motif yeah, that they were going for there. There's something going on there, yeah. And uh, she kind of goes to the to the computer room, essentially, and uh, takes out the, 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 the youngster that's been uh, tasked with uh, looking after the security of the... The young, horny fool. Yeah, you fool. <laughs> the thing is, like, because she turns up in this, basically in, in a, a night gear. Essentially, yeah, a big white nightgown. Too. Yeah. But the thing is that... It's Halloween, so it looks, it looks, you know, it doesn't look out of place, does it? It doesn't look out of place. And again, though, th- it, there is room for confusion here because she's not very apparitional. She just turns up, this blonde woman in a, in yeah, a night, exactly. night town, and you're thinking, hang on, is she a ghost? Is she not? Is there shenanigans going on? You just don't know. Uh, well, I mean, all right, she does start messing with, with the computer system. Yeah, things start becoming a lot more supernatural from this point onwards, really. Right. Yeah, and well, I mean, she she dispatches the young fool. Um, he kind of gets it, I think. Um, and of course, everybody's running around in in you know their outfits. Mm. Um, and this is where the lawyer comes back in. Yeah, so yeah, he's a he's a clear sleaze bag. So <laughs> he's, he's he's found himself another uh, another woman. Well, you know, it's party time. You know, it's party time. Drink, drinks are flying around, and yep. maybe some other products. Um, so. Yeah, he, he, he finds himself a nice young lady, and um, they go off to the sauna, don't they? Um, Is it a sauna or somewhere? So they go well, no, to you, that, yeah, before that, though, he yeah. robs the place. He bashes the the manager over the head. Oh, okay. And I think he robs the safe. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Again, you see, it's oh, he just wants, there's he wants, so much He wants the documents, doesn't he? For, he wants the documents, business, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're supposed to care because, you know, it's all business shenanigans, whatever. Um yeah, and, and Laura, uh, sorry, Laura, Catherine uh, is kind of, you know, finding a, you know, sort of getting into a kind of thing now with, with the computer system. This is the dead wife at the moment. Yeah. So she's got supernatural powers. Yeah. And she starts to exert them upon the computer system. Right. She starts, I love the way she's print, she prints out the dot matrix printer. Something, oh. I miss you or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't we get a scene where... The, the police have turned up as well. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're drinking away. Oh, yeah, especially the, the male um, police officer. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting right into He's the, having a great time. Yeah, he's, seen, he's, seen, he's, seen a, he's seen a lady that he likes, so, you know, he's, he's trying to <clears throat> suave in there, isn't he? Like, you know. Yeah, but no, the scene you were talking about with the, the, the lawyer who's done his business now and he's, he's, found, he's found a chick, mm-hmm. taking her into the sauna. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's got absolutely nothing on... And it's all get you know, get party steamy. time, get steamy, yeah. And then his head explodes, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, just boom, boom, yeah, it sort of blows out it, it onto the woman, like, yeah, you know, like a bullet's gone from behind, right, his face. And it, they cut to this like scene of just carnage on the floor, like someone's gone into a butcher's and just poured like cleaned everything off the shelf, yeah, it's, 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 it's awful, yeah, and, yeah, just it cuts, yeah, yeah, and it's. But again, there's, there's so there's no threat to it at all. No, 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 at all. No. It's just it's uh, just daft. Yeah, stuff that's you know gory on the floor. Right. Thing you're supposed to yeah find that really disturbing. Yeah. Um. So you know she runs off screaming. Um. And the, the party continues because yeah. hey. <laughs> and then we get to this great scene where it's where it's Catherine, dead wife. Mm. Um. And David. So, uh, uh, yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. <laughs> because we get, and it, I th- again, it's it's kind of well done. It's a bit creepy. I thought this is probably the creepiest thing in the film, actually. Again, you know, we're a pretty low bar here, but you've got to work with what you got. And he's, he strokes she is kind of squirming on the floor, left to right, uh, uh. Yeah, so David is actually in the dress, the, the, the nightgown he right. dress. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, Michael comes back because he wants to find out what's going on. Has uh, David turned up to the computer room? Right. So this is where he finds him. Right. But now we're getting full-on supernatural now. 
So we must be, because this makes no sense. So we can start to see what's actually happening, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's looking like David has unfortunately been possessed by his sister. Right. Because they made an allusion to that at the beginning. Were they twins? That's right. So they've got a psychic link between right. them. Right. So she's now dead and coming back from the dead. And so she's kind of abusing, using her brother. Right. Who's been using him all along. Right. So she's po- demonically possessed him. Right, right. So that's why he's in the in the in the in the, in right. the outfit. It does make sense, but it do, you know it's like right, you, because they, they it's a bit slapdash. You think what what's going on? Because David's kind of disappears for a while, doesn't he? Mm, yeah, up, up to this point, um, and this is the first time we've seen him for ages. So yeah, it's again, it's like you know, bits of exist sort of stuff going on here, because um, you know, let's throw that at the wall as well. Um, and basically, the rest of the film really is Catherine going on a rampage. Yes, she does. She does do that. Um, not forgetting, of course, the, the fate of the cop. Yeah, our cop friend. <laughs> yes, he's uh, you know he's he's trying to sleaze himself in with a with a with a young lady as well. Of course, that he's had his eye on. <clears throat> now the young lady. She uh, she's been uh, doing some some fruits, cocktails and whatever. So there's a blender. It's a plan. And, uh, you know, she's, uh, I don't know whether she's dropped some ice in or something, so she try, you know, thankfully, you know, she puts her hand in the blender. Oh, silly, silly young lady. Silly. Yeah, and obviously, you know, because of what's happening with Catherine, uh, yeah, her hand gets drawn further down. Right. She starts losing her hand and it's got blood very, everywhere. Very, very gory scene. Yeah. And the cops, obviously, that was that was the woman who he had his, he had his eyes on. And so he's trying to help her, isn't he? He's trying, trying to, to drag, drag her out, drag this blender off her. <laughs> the demonic well, what, blender. Yeah, we get set up for that because she kind of plays a prank on him early in the film, doesn't she? Where she pretends, ah, that's right, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, to do that. It's like that's a dangerous game. Don't do that, because you know, not in the death bar, anyway. Not in the death bar. It's gonna, yeah. So, it, not long after that, it gets worse for him, because he. Why does he end up in the freezer? I can't remember. <sighs> things start to go wrong, don't they? I think things start to <clears throat> explode because she's now controlling the computer now. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of taken oh because. So it's back and forth, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. It's so confusing. Michael's trying to talk to David to say, fight her. She, right. Catherine, like, right. you know, she's t- possessed you. Yeah. She's causing chaos here. She's killing people. Yeah. Uh, so he has a bit of a fight, but then she kind of dominates and takes over. Right. And then she's in full control of the computer system and just yeah. sort of locks the doors and starts doing, you know, all the vents and acid and uh, making chaos, basically. All the the technologies, she turns the technology on on, on the uh, the revelers, basically, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. And uh, And the cop ends up, I think think it's after the accident with the blender, I don't think he goes to get some ice or something. Yeah, from the back room. Yeah. So he ends up in this walk-in freezer. And I, I think at this stage, it doesn't make any sense no, he's gone, whatsoever. Yeah, he's gone full on. I wouldn't say Cronenberg has just gone weird, hasn't it? Really? it, it well, it's just, <laughs> he gets attacked by a f- dead fish. So there's kind of barracuda that yeah. are, are, are on a shelf at the top. So <laughs> it's got all sort of uh, Dali and, 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 and supernatural. So these, <laughs> these barracuda, that <laughs> they basically come to life. Fly off the shelf, <laughs> and it can go through his throat, don't it? This is the highlight of the movie, I think. I think it's the greatest scene. Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in this, the ultimate kipper time. Oh it? man, and he, yeah, he just sort of he holds it out. He's you know, good luck to the actor. He sells it because it is like something out of like a fifties B movie. Oh, totally. It's, but with more blood, yeah, gallons, more gallons blood. of the stuff. Um, so yeah, he gets he gets kind of mauled to death by a dead fish, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's got, the most undignified. Yeah, death that a cop could have, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> he gets barracuded to death, and it's really like, um, yeah. And we're kind of drawing towards the end here because it is just Catherine going on a bloody, literally a bloody rampage. She earlier didn't she um, lock up? Um, it wasn't his girlfriend, but it was someone that he knew, <clears throat> a female staff member. Yeah. And she ties her to the sunbed and really oh, that's amp- correct. Amp- yes. amps up the sunbed. Yes. So she's getting roasted. She's and, <laughs> and he basically, Catherine basically threatens Michael and says, Look, you know, do as I say, come 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 and die, come and live that's with me. That's right. That's right, yes. Yeah. And I'll and I'll and I'll let her go. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know about SD. I don't know. Um, go to hell with this crazy bitch, or yeah, let, let let your colleague roast roast right. <laughs> Could have made it a bit more appealing. Yeah, better um, deal. Yeah, cut, cut me a better deal. Yeah, because she's saying to him, isn't she? Kill, kill yourself and join me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. yeah. uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay, yeah. Um. <clears throat> and so he, he, he managed to escape somehow. I don't, I don't know what he does, but he managed to escape her. Uh, he runs out, obviously, to try and save his, um, his, friend, his colleague. Mm. Um, and I think he managed to do it by just Basically, jumping through the window. Or I, I'm just, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. While people were still dancing, I think at that point. Oh, the party. Yeah. yeah, well, the party's starting to kind of, uh, you know, fall apart a little bit. Um, because we've got it all now. We've got it, the place on fire. You know, uh, it's full. You know, we're starting to get to that. There is also he has a he has a bit of a uh, go at the um, electric point. Well, yeah. So uh, I think after that, that's that's when he goes down to the basement. Yeah. And says, "Well, you know, she's sort of merged with this computer. Yeah. Now. I, I, I need to shut this thing down. Right. So this is where he goes down and basically goes into the junction box, grabs right. some electrical tape around himself or whatever, right. and then just pull puts two big wires together and basically electrocuting himself at the yeah. same time. Yeah. He does a great shock face. Ten thousand volts. It's it's like <laughs> at least he, he pulls this great face. Yeah, so it's kind of the whole thing is kind of this, again, just a big old mess of like oh, supernatural, techno horror, gore slasher movie, exorcist bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> just everything was in boom. the mix there. Everything, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it kind of, it's, it's not, you know, uh, greater than the sum of its parts at all. But it does, you know, it creates a unique experience, I would say. Definitely, yeah. Um, it is definitely, it sounds a bit weird that we, we, we're conveying here, but um, <laughs> it's, it's disjointed somewhat with yes. it as, a, as a film. Yeah. So it's so in some ways a bit hard to describe, but <clears throat> uh, together, all, all of its parts, it kind of, it, it, it kind of works. <laughs> it's, hard, yeah, it's hard to convey that here, but it actually works. It does. Together. Well, I think the way to enjoy this film is kind of... Yeah, don't take it too seriously. Don't take it too seriously and sort of take it as a kind of opportunity to enjoy silly 80s horror, mm-hmm. you know, because, boy, is this an 80s film. Um, You know, the 90s came around... People kind of lost their sense of humour about this kind of stuff. It all got very dull, generally speaking. Yes, films got quite dark as well. They got dark, but not that interesting. You know, they you kind of uh, films like this were, you know, ten a penny in the eighties, really. Yeah, but, it was straight to video, weren't they? Yeah, straight to yeah. video. But you know, a lot of fun. Um, not a great horror film, but a good popcorn movie, I would say. Yeah, definitely. If you've got some friends around, <clears> yeah, and you're watching that. Had a few drinks and yeah, you're gonna have a great laugh together, aren't you? Yeah. Watching this, yeah, um, because it's got a little bit of everything, and I do mean everything. An unquiet spirit reaches out from beyond the grave. Welcome to my party for revenge. I will destroy this place. And I'll kill them all. Unless you do as I say. Okay, so that was uh whew, that was Despot. Yes, indeed. An, an experience. An experience. Doesn't inspire me to go down the gym. But uh, not that type anyway, no. No. So, Vincent. Hmm, what do we got next week? Next week, dear listeners. We shall venture into the shadowy corridors of the human psyche with symptoms from 1974. In this haunting tale, the line between sanity and madness blurs, leaving one to question what truly lurks beneath the surface of us all. A chilling exploration of the darkest corners of one's mind awaits. So, I implore you, join us next week if you dare for an experience that will send shivers. Down your spine. Right, symptoms. All right, sounds uh, mysterious. Symptoms. It's a funny name, isn't it? A um, <clears throat> bit more serious than Death Bar. Okay. But, I mean, mind you, what isn't? Let's yeah. face it. Um, 
I cannot remember. I always forget a name. I do know a name. The door of Den- Donald Pleasance. Yes, I've seen her. You I've, know I, the I, face. I, I've seen them act together in a, a horror yeah. type film previously. Right. Yeah. Very unique looking one. Definitely unique looking. Um, and uh, a film that was considered lost for many years, actually. I think it only came back into circulation in like 2010 or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And a, a good little film. But that's for next week. Um, so, yeah, in the meantime, we'll say goodnight. Good night. Say goodnight, Vincent. Until we meet again under the pale moonlight, my dear friends, sweet nightmares. Thank you for joining us for another mind-bending episode of The Cinefreak Show. Remember to visit us at cinefreakco.uk. And don't forget to send in your feedback to Gary at cinefreakco.uk. This has been a Cinefreak production, your favorite for all things weird and wonderful in the world of classic cult cinema. Good night, carbon-based life forms. Thank you.